0: So today's uh, tip of the week uh, is inflation, interest rates and housing. Oh my. Uh, this has been a very interesting uh, since since uh, Russia you u- invaded Ukraine, which I think we just I, I don't want to say celebrated. What's the opposite of celebrating uh, like uh, uh, a year after someone invades another country? Cry, we're memorializing, we're crying about, yeah, something. Um, so I think uh, once that happened, at the same time, inflation was going bananas and um, bananas. That's a technical economic term that uh, Fed Chairman Powell will be explaining at the next Fed uh, meeting. What we're seeing is that inflation that seems to be incredibly persistent. We're seeing those interest rates that are rising, and it is having a dramatic effect on the housing market, both uh, for single-family residential as well as commercial, because one of the exit strategies for commercial is refinancing and and, 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 or uh, selling to someone else who's coming in with their own loan, right? So some of the financials and some of the cash flow is affected by that, uh, by these changes that we've experienced over the last uh, several, over the last year, really. So inflation is proving to be more difficult to budge than ever, uh, ever, you know, it's it's been interesting to even watch the stock market uh, or the, the people who um, are invested in stocks to t- how they talk about inflation. So literally like three, four or five months into the we're raising rates, right, the stock market was like, oh, we got this. We got this. You know, we're, it's good now. It's good now. And then it would like go down like from 9.1 to like 8.9. It's like not not really any movement. Right. And then and then he, Fed chairman would come in and do another, you know, 75 basis point increase and then, you know, it would come down a little bit. And every time the stock market would be disappointed. And, and what what hap- what happened to the stock market today? What happened to the stock market today? Was the stock market a little disappointed today? Yes, it sure was. Uh, The Dow was down 1.72%, the S&P down 1.53%. Only because somebody had a party. Who had a party today? That'd be Fed Chairman Powell. (laughs) And no one likes it when he gets in there and says, yeah, we're gonna have to get a little bit more aggressive on our interest rate increases. Has he been pretty aggressive so far? I'm going to show you exactly how aggressive he's been. He's probably been one of the most uh, aggressive uh, Fed chairmans, uh that we have had uh, probably since most of us are, uh, in this room have been around. So uh, those rate increases so far have not affected the economy. What do the jobs look like? What do the jobs numbers look like? they're strong and you know what's interesting about them being strong is for the last few months as the earnings reports have been coming in from some of the larger tech companies a lot of the larger tech companies are saying we're firing you know somewhere between 5 well probably around 5% in some cases a little bit more of their workforce and those have captured all of the big headlines if you follow or if you're following any of the news but 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 uh, uh, why, why isn't un- unemployment growing is because all of these smaller businesses, right, are doing what? Oh, well, you know, I'm so sorry Amazon fired you. How would you like to come and work for me? So these people are getting absorbed uh, almost immediately, right? Um, So, those rate increases so far have not affected uh, the economy. Those rate increases so far have not yet affected the jobs market, in fact. um, I think our unemployment number right now is like 3.4%, which is like a record low unemployment number. I'm seeing, you know, I, I knew we were in trouble when I passed by the Dairy Queen and the Dairy Queen had a $500 signing bonus. Now that was that was about a year ago, right? I'm not seeing $500. Someone's like, I gotta go. <laughs> uh, I'm not seeing $500 signing bonuses anymore at the Dairy Queen. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean that 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 just floored me, right? So a lot of these people are uh, flowing back into um, uh, the maybe the original uh, the. Um, Uh, work that they were in uh, pre-March of 2020, right? But What's been so fascinating to note is that we are not in a recession and Fed Chairman Powell is really trying hard to get us there. I think if we all make a pact in this room um, to stop buying eggs uh, and uh, just stop spending, we could we could actually help the help the housing market actually because once we stop spending once we stop seeing those inflation numbers go go up then then Fed Chairman Powell is going to take the brakes off of um, or put the brakes onto his rate increases right and that's ultimately what we want to see at the end of the day uh, but he's he's you know not uh, he is. I think he's a little emboldened by the fact that our our, our unemployment is still so uh, low, uh, we've got still so many jobs, and he's also probably annoyed, and I think probably everyone in this room is too, that inflation is still relatively high versus where he wants it to be. So, uh, the only thing uh, that uh, uh, the interest rates are not improving is, is 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 inflation, right? But they're hitting some other areas of the market, including us uh, when it comes to housing. So those interest rates are not responding to those rate increases, um, at least not the way that the Fed market, uh, the Fed uh, and the markets want it to. So that's something that we're going to continue to have to contend with, and for us in the real estate industry because about 70% of the houses that are bought on the MLS are bought with financing, right? That's gonna continue to have uh, uh, effects on us. So uh, interest rates are increasing at their fastest pace on record. Uh, There's been a bigger effect on the stock market than there has been on inflation. What does that mean? The stock market's going down at a fast, like in a day, right? At a faster rate than some of these inflation numbers are going uh, down. Because uh, when, when uh, you know, they every time they look at the CPI data, the inflation number and it's still high. The stock market has a little. It's like it's like, oh, you want to invest in the stock market? Here's your defibrillator, right? It it comes it comes free. You know, it comes free with it. So so whenever they know that uh, Fed Chairman Powell is going to have to raise interest rates again, either increasing the pace and or increasing the the, the rate um, at which he does it, um, uh, it has had a big effect on, on the stock market. So we're seeing that. The next, oh gosh, I, this, um, my projector is not uh, fantastic up here. So, but I do want to go through this with you guys because I think this is a really important chart and um, just kind of give you some relevance of how um, the interest rate increases are are working. So this is the cumulative change in federal funds rates since the start of the initial rate increases. So they track the rate increases that we had in 88, 94, 99, 2015, and that uh, lighter colored one at the very top, that's 2022. So over a 12 month period, we've gone over 4.5 percentage uh, points higher. That's even higher than what we did in 1988. Okay, so it has been dramatic to say the least, and um, it's 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 fascinating that. Uh, that that while the inflation numbers don't um, uh, um, uh, there's no correlation right between these inflation numbers and this these increases so we'd think it would be like a, a negative you know a negative uh, correlation uh, there has been certainly a correlation when it comes to housing uh, but in a little different way than you guys might think in a little different way than you guys might think um, so the housing market is reacting sales are down 30 percent year over year for some of you guys I know some of you mentioned that you are realtors, right? Real estate agents or brokers in the room. Um, It probably feels like a uh, like a like a light switch. It's gone from on to off and it feels like it happened overnight. Um, So it feels like it's over the last uh, six to eight months from the May kind of time frame to obviously where we are today uh, that we're seeing that big reduction in sales now. Sales prices year over year, and this is the thing that I think is surprising people, uh, but but the surprise, this party is about to be over uh, shortly. Uh, sales prices are up year over year for the same month. So what does that mean? When we look at, um, when we compare um, uh, the average sales price and say, well, are we higher or are we lower? We're typically not saying are we higher than, are, are we lower than last month? We're typically saying, are we higher or are we lower than this exact same time last year so if you look at where we are where this exact same time last year we're actually up you know so it's like okay well so that so so a lot of people would read that and say well the housing market is not being affected Um, but the truth is that we've had uh, where we've had the effect and where it's gonna kind of I think uh, punches in the face more than a little bit is if you look at the June to January numbers, if you look at the June 2022, June 2022 was the absolute height of our fever pitch for sales prices. The absolute height for our uh, fever pitch and sales prices. So uh, the June, and, and we typically have a June, you know, to uh, January drop in the sales prices. But usually it's like, Three percent, right? Just just because of the distribution of the way sales happen in the market, so it's very normal. Um, but what we're seeing now, if you look at, for example, uh, Dallas from 537,000 to 469,000, Houston uh, 436,000 to 382,000, San Antonio 401 to 370, Austin 669 to 562, Texas overall 441 to 386. So uh, in some cases, that's uh, you know, a 10 to 15% drop, whereas normal is kind of like in a three to five percent range. So I think you, know, even though all of you know, the National Associated Realtors and, and all of those folks are reporting solid numbers, like oh, we're, well, it's not affecting house prices. It's still solid versus what it was. once we get into like the April, May, June comparisons, it's, it's, that's when we're going to say, wow, it's a, and, and, and I think psychologically, um, that's going to be a psychological hit that may, um, cause a little bit of us may cause some people to like Fed Chairman Powell to maybe slow it down a little bit. I think it's, because I think it's gonna show up as some really big numbers, uh, some really big deltas. So, but that being said, there were a lot of pay, what I would call paper gains. So in Austin, for example, in 2022 versus 2021, the prices were up, what, 25 to 30, 29%. I mean, so, you know, it, it, it was funny because um, my husband and I, we were looking at our rental property portfolio and I remember sitting down with them and, and saying, I just updated all of, you know, the values of all of our properties. Um, and uh, the, one of the last, the, the time that it was that I did this was May of 2022. So at the, at the height of the fever pitch, right? And I said, you know, these numbers just don't feel right. They feel good, but it's like, it's almost like that scary movie where the sorority girl is is like half dressed and a couple of drinks in her and she says I think I'm going to go out to the lake for a swim <laughs> and it's like you know no no stop don't go don't go and like you're you just you just know like something's really gonna happen wrong here I, I don't know exactly how it, how it how it's gonna happen for it but it's not gonna be pretty and you know I had this this moment and it kind of reminded me of um this story and i have no idea honestly if this is true or not uh, but this story that i heard about uh, rockefeller um so like 1928 1929 uh stock market crash in october of 29 right is that right who are are my historians in the room it's october 29 right yeah so summer of 29 you know rockefeller's getting in the elevator there's an elevator operator and for some reason, you, I, I don't know, I, use, I used to go like this when I'm impersonating an elevator operator. But someone told me, no, you're wrong. It's more like this. So that's, that's right. It's more like this. Okay, I don't know. So, uh, okay. Uh, whatever the movement is, the movement is. So, and the elevator ro- uh, operator said to Rockefeller, what? What did he say to Rockefeller? He said, I am making a killing in the stock market. And Rockefeller took a moment let that sink in, got out of the elevator, and said, let's sell everything. Think about that, why do you say let's sell everything? So what's your name? Carlos. Carlos. So Carlos, this is what Carlos said, I didn't say this. Um, So Carlos said, it's too late, you know if everyone's getting rich, including the elevator operator, something's just not right. The half-dressed sorority girl is going to the lake by herself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, something bad is about to happen here um, very shortly. And uh, Warren Buffett has a saying about this. What does he say? say by low, so high. low, high. <laughs> yes, he does say that. But <laughs> what, is, what, is, what, is, what else does he say? What's Don't, what lose money, Don't lose money. That's his rule number one is rule number two. He's a value investor. He says, "You should be fearful when others are greedy, and you should be greedy when others are fearful." So, um, your and yeah, always protect the principal investment. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so glad we got some uh, fellow Warren Buffett uh, fans in here. If if you guys are Warren Buffett fans uh, and and you want to, so so Charlie Munger is Warren Buffett's right hand man for about the last forty plus years. And um, uh, there's a book called Poor Charlie's Almanac. Um, it's about a sixty-five dollar book from Amazon, and it's like I mean, like you could you know you could knock somebody out with it. It's, it's but it has all of his investing principles in there, and there's um, they're, they're they're all really fantastic. You want know, to know something interesting about um, about Warren Buffett? Is that ninety-nine percent of his wealth came after he turned sixty-five years old. If Warren Buffett would have retired when most people retire, he would he would not be the household name that he is today. He would have been an, an also ran, right? Um, and one of the things that he says is all of the returns in life come from compound compound interest, like getting in and staying in. Um, so I thought that was, I thought that was remarkable that, um, and, and I think, you know, this, this, uh, there's a book called the psychology of money by Morgan Housel. And in that book, it talks about how this idea, this concept of retirement is only about two generations old that before that most people were working until they died. Right. And if Warren Buffett would have retired at the time that many people retire, Right. He would have, he would have just been an, he would have been an also ran, right? It would have not has been as memorable as he is today. But, um, there is, uh, there's, there's something going on in the streets. And I will tell you, once we get into May and once we start comparing the May 2023 versus May 2022, uh, that's for some of you guys, it's going to, it's going to scare you. I will tell you that I've invested through up markets. I've invested through down markets. I've even gotten the honor to invest through the Great Recession without having to go to work for anybody else. So one of the keys to being able to do that is to get that compound interest, be in for the long game, but also being strategically agnostic to be able to know how to make money every time the phone rings, even when the market is trying to punch you in the face, right? Which is what the market is and what uh, 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 Powell is trying to do uh, with us right now until he gets to the end, which for him is going to be those Uh, that decrease in uh, what he calls a manageable amount of inflation. So that's what we're seeing uh, when it comes specifically to uh, the housing market, and for those of you guys who, uh, and we'll go over in the next segment um, all of the different uh, uh, updates for all of the major cities throughout Texas as well. Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at TexasStarterKit.com.